Welcome to Rap in Order, the interrogation of a hip-hop album, where we take some of the culture's most beloved hip-hop albums, put them on the stand, see if they stood the test of time. Now let's see who we got on the stand today. Order in the court. Welcome to another episode of Rap in Order. I'm First Class Reg. I'm Torian D. Or I should have said, I'm Batman. That's okay. what I should have said. But yeah. Um, how's it going today? I'm good, man. I'm good, you know? Um... I'm excited to do the project that we're go, going to go into, but mm -hmm. uh, um, also just kind of like getting over like the like the, the over the holidays and shit like that. Mm -hmm. And like I miss like my hey, I'm going to work out on January first. Oh <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yo, man, Jim. From from what I know, like, because I have a lot of friends that do like I just work out at home and stuff. But my friends that are in gyms, like they were saying, how packed. It's been. It's been. Yeah, it's been crazy it. packed. Yeah, they hate it. They waiting for all of them to drop yeah. off. And some of them make it, some of them don't, you know? Yeah, you know, I tried to I tried to do them the favor of not coming. I'm going to come February. <laughs> I mean, that's, hey, hey, Black History Month. Yes, Black yeah. Power, yes. You know? Um, what else is what else is happening? Uh, I started watching This Is Us. <laughs> oh, shit, man. I don't even know why you went on that trip. Uh, well, me and Sarah, we, we try to find things to watch. So yeah. if Sarah works remotely. I'm always out. So mm -hmm. what we try to do is we were like, all right, we're going to watch a show that like we watch at the same time. But like, you know, because we, our schedules don't sync up all the time, we're going to watch it at different, probably at different times and like, you know, try to like come back, you know, try to keep, be on the same pace. Mm -hmm. So I've been watching and I, and I see how sad it is, but it's not that bad, right? It's, it's pretty bad. bad. It's pretty sad. It's pretty sad. Not, it's a great show. But I'll tell you now, though, I didn't finish it. I, I watched it up until, because, you know, eventually, it's not a spoiler. We do find out how the dad dies. Okay. We do find out, because I, I think you're at the point right now where they're still drawing it out. They don't tell you yeah, how he draw, dies. Yeah, they, yeah not, I don't think that, I'm still, I'm still in season one. So, yeah. the last, the, I'll tell you right now the way I'm at. Um, so, the the boyfriend just had a a... a, a uh, uh, like a heart attack or aphorismia mm -hmm. at Christmas. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay, okay. So like, I'm I'm like there, and like, uh, what, what's the brother's name? Kevin. Yeah, Kevin's Kevin's. So the actress came back that was supposed to be in the play that he told off at Thanksgiving or some shit like that. And um, Kevin is the actor, right? Yeah, Kevin okay. is the actor, right? The nanny. Yeah, and um, pretty and the girl that he's falling in love with, the writer. Um, he pretty much said, like, I got to do what's right. Like, she's the right choice to make the safe choice. Mm -hmm. And no girl wants to hear that. Story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, and I'm just a safe you know, choice. Yeah, he's dealing with that. And then, you know, Randall is going through his shit. Like, mm -hmm. you know, finding out that his dad's gay. Mm -hmm. um, coping with the fact that his dad's dying. Feeling, trying to figure out how to trust his mother again. That mm -hmm. She lied to him all these years. So, mm -hmm. it's like... It's like he he has there's there's like a whole lot going on and then seeing the flashbacks of how mean the mom was to Jack. I love the dad Jack. Jack yeah. my favorite character. Jack show. Jack is amazing. He's amazing. Yeah, I love like Jack. Um, I love him. But yeah, like once I found out like how he actually died and I was like, all right, that's enough. I I, I feel like enough? this is a good yeah. I feel like this is a good ending for me. It just felt like a good ending for me to just jump board. So I watched it up until that point and then I just stopped. You want to know what show I did that with? You ever watch Homeland? 
No, but I know about it though. Yo, so, yo, you yeah, watch it. I know about it. Who's in that? Um, damn, what's his name? His name is Damien something, and he's in, he's on he's a star of billions as well. Okay, okay, okay. So but, I do know about that. Yeah, yeah, it's him, and I forgot the the young ladies. Like, there's also like another famous actress. Like, they have a really good cast, but like I got immersed in it. But then there comes to a there, there's a point in in one of the seasons where like there's like this big thing that happens. I don't want to tell you anything because I actually want you to watch it, but. After that happens, I feel like there's no purpose in why like that all I watched the show for was for that. And then mm-hmm. like after that's done, that 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 part, why did you keep going? Yeah, that's that's how I felt about this is us. I was like, I can't keep going after this. Yeah. This is sad as fuck. Yeah. And then I was like, all right, that's it. And they showed that, they had the nerve to show that. I think it was uh was it for Super Bowl? Couldn't have been for Super. I don't know. I, I can't remember. Or no, no, no. Sorry. Super Bowl was happening in the show. All right, yeah. That's it. But yeah, yeah man, I, after that, I just couldn't watch it. But what I did watch this past weekend was um that new Kevin Hart movie, uh, Lift. Because, you know, I love heist movies. Shit. You know what? Thank you for saying that. After our, after our recording and yeah. we go out tonight, me and Sarah are going to watch Lift. It's a terrible movie. I tell, I'll tell you that. It's terrible. Damn. Okay. Well, then, no. Maybe terrible movie. Watch it. watch it. You know, you might like it. That shit, some that shit is some mid. I'm not and gonna waste my Sunday night. Bro. Kevin Hart is just because I like seeing him do other shit. That's not because I actually do feel like he's a good actor. Um, I like that show that he did with Wesley Snipes a lot. Okay. Um, you know the show I'm talking about, uh, True Story. I think it was called. Yeah, I love that shit. Yeah, yeah, that shit was good. Um, I had a nice little twist at the end of it. But with this movie, I don't feel like he really built the chemistry with his cast. He running around like he George Clooney. It's weird. So I, you, I didn't. So what you saying is, is he's is, trying to sell charm. Cat, Cat Williams is like you see. Yeah, I, I just picture. Yeah, look at this motherfucker, Cat Williams with the you know the you know the 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 gift with the um mm-hmm. where he holding a drink and he just starts laughing. Yeah, yeah, that's Cat, what I kept picturing. Cat is uh. Cat Williams is ruining a lot of things for me. Yeah, bro. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Cat, don't talk no more. Mm-hmm. You gotta stop pulling the curtain back. Why I love you it just though. Be like Dave Chappelle. And what? And just allude to shit. Don't say shit. Yeah, nah, but we need both. We can't have everybody alluding. We need somebody to I'm just cool say with, shit. I'm cool, I'm, cool with, I'm cool with illusion, man. Yeah, we need somebody to just say something. I, I fuck with what Cat is doing. It's it's kind of cool. I hope he stays he stays safe. Well, I hope that he starts telling people no that want to interview him like Willie D. How about that? Well, yes. He he should tell them no or tell them on the spot how trash it, it is, like how he did. Okay. Um, I don't want to see. I don't want to see Cat on Drink Champs. I feel like we, but I feel like that's gonna happen. I think that's gonna happen. We're gonna see Cat on Drink Champs. Oh lord. Yeah. That's gonna be interesting. Him yeah. going on Drink Champs. Yeah. We're gonna. It's gonna happen because Drink Champs. I think because I was wondering too, like why are they so quiet. And I went on a page and they're like, oh, n- new season premiere is okay. like they one said, of these they days. Said, they said the they took some time off. Yeah. So. But we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Um. So. We're going to get into this album for the day. Okay. Um, album that we're getting into. Um, this gentleman, when I was doing my research to kind of just put everything out there to get myself situated for this, I realized how big of a year this guy had. Um, he had a new show premiere that year, 2016, by, and it was called Atlanta. Ran for four seasons, as we know it. Um, he... Signed a five-picture deal or some type of deal with FX after yeah. the success of Atlanta, and he was supposed to be doing a Deadpool animated series. Mm-hmm. Um, they scrapped it because of creative differences, but it was something that he was working on nonetheless. Right? Um, he won. I'll just go ahead and read it. So, like, he, I'm getting into Awaken My Love, 
we're getting into Awaken My Love by Childish Gambino. It was released December 2nd, 2016. Wrote a few notes here on that time frame. Um, Awaken My Love is the third album from Childish Gambino, following Because the Internet, which was like more concept focus. And um, that followed his 2011 debut called Camp, which is like kind of has this underground fan favorite from um, from like Tumblr fans and stuff. Mm-hmm. Awaken takes us on a psychedelic soul spin inspired by funk, R&B, and, and um, alternative music. The album debuted at number five on Billboard's 200 and capped off a huge year for Bino that included the debut of his critically acclaimed series Atlanta, where he won an Emmy for Outstanding Directing for a Comedy Series, making him the first black person to win in said category. Due to the success, he signed an exclusive deal with FX, like I mentioned, and had a three-day music festival um, around that time called Pharaohs. Yep. Um, the cover art for Awaken was an Easter egg in the episode nine of Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Um, the Juneteenth episode. The Juneteenth episode. Um, yeah, th- that's like some of the things that I wrote down in that, uh, in that realm. Um, the cover is fucking beautiful. I know you got some things that you want to talk about with that cover. Okay. You want me to go now? Yeah. So, uh, the young lady that's on the cover, um, has revealed that she has not received any royalties from the album cover for the shoot. Um, she was paid like a, a you know, a, a, a fee. Mm-hmm. And um, <clears throat> it's it's very it's very odd that she says that because people usually don't get paid for album like paid royalties for album covers. Mm-hmm. So unless that was in like conversation or like maybe she was supposed to go on tour with him or something like that, it was very it's very odd that she says that. But um, and he kind of already has this yeah. uh, this this tag on this tag on him where. People feel like he uh, he doesn't respect, not respect, but like he doesn't like black women or something like that. Yeah, he has that tag. He on. already has that tag so on him. Is that and like he's all people also say that he's a thief, that he steals ideas or like he remixes ideas or he takes or he exploits uh, certain experiences in the black vacuum and uh, kind of waters it down for white people to make, to be more digestible for white people. Which I think two things can be true. Mm. I think that uh. He under I think he understands both, and that that's why he's so good at what he does. I think mm-hmm. he understands the white experience and the black experience because mm-hmm. he's a black man, no mm-hmm. matter what. Mm-hmm. I think that it's certain things that he's able to convey and get through to us on a television screen and via music that um some people might have a harder time getting through, mm-hmm. and he just gets it. And I think for some people, that rubs them the wrong way because usually it's either one or the other. Y'all know how to get through to a black audience or just a white audience. Right. But I think that he understands both and he plays the game well. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just, you know, I, what I also just wanted to get into was, um, yeah, like I re- like like you said, like I remember all of that stuff with Atlanta, whatever, like that. But I went to go see when he headlined Coachella. And that was like an experience. So like I, me and Sarah went to Coachella together, and she did not give a fuck about Charles Gambino because you know she was a Tumblr kid, so she mm-hmm. just knew him from that. But that live performance, like seeing him perform "Awaken My Love" live at Coachella, was like a a, a changing experience because I saw him live plenty of times before that. Mm-hmm. Energy was completely different. Like he kind of changed everything. Like it, like. This this project has so much influence from like um the Parliament and mm-hmm. um, Sly and the Family Stone, mm-hmm. James Brown, um Prince, shit, and even even like hints of like 
the Jacksons when they did like a little bit of funk, right? Curtis Mayfield. Yeah, and, Curtis, um, Curtis yeah. Mayfield. Like there's so many, there's so many influences from that, from back in those days. And I was just like, Ooh. like he, he really did his homework and like studied. Um, and I think that's like a gift and a curse of his because he makes a lot of music that's familiar. Mm-hmm. Even when he raps, it's familiar. Yeah. It sounds like Kanye. It sounds like Drake. It sounds, it's, you know what I'm saying? Like, he like that. I think that's why like he's like kind of more of a pop artist because he makes like the popular sound, even even if it's of another another time. Like this album is not current pop, but like a pop what pop sound like in the seventies. Okay, but I will say though, this album does sound better to me now than it did then from when it first came oh, out. I love this album from day one. I I liked it a lot back then, but this revisit was really nice for me. Mm-hmm. Um. I think because I obviously I was listening with more intent. I'm looking for things, right? Um, so it probably stood out to me in that way. Um, but I've always been a huge Gambino fan from that from that point, from when I from when I first knew about him, um, when he was doing like little internet shit. Uh, I knew about him from like Derek Derek's comedy. I think it was called. Um, he did like these comedy sketches on on um on YouTube, and. That's how I knew about him. And then that transition into like his full on acting career and community. I didn't really watch community. I know it had like a big following. Yeah, it did. Yeah, I didn't really watch it. Um, but to him transitioning into like comedy and doing his uh his stand-up special and all the stuff that he did, but like this year in particular, this album just capped off such a huge year. I just always thought that was so interesting. You wanna know what I think was the biggest accomplishment? Well, the biggest thing that he can like like put a feather in his cap about hmm. Rihanna singing Redbone louder than he was at the, I think it was after the like Emmys after party or something like that. Oh, Rihanna singing Redbone. T- like he's performing, but Rihanna's like at the front of the stage, go losing her singing fucking mind. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine you, you, you're, you're performing a song. How you must and, feel. And, and just sing it. And Rihanna's like, no, give me that. Like yeah. screaming it. Damn. Screaming it. Like literally, Rihanna to me, Rihanna did for him what he did for the Migos when he said that that bad and that bad and bougie was the greatest, was the greatest. Song, greatest song he ever heard. Mm-hmm. So just like I'm like, yo, nigga, what? Mm-hmm. What? Rihanna, like Rihanna looks like she don't give a fuck about nothing. Yeah, nah. and to see like Rihanna like and Rihanna's and Rihanna's like very cool. Mm-hmm. So to see Rihanna like at, at the front of the stage. Like on some like shit and like the five heartbeats just being a fucking groupie. Yeah, yeah. Screaming your song. Yeah. You couldn't tell Donald Glover shit after Stay that, bro. Right. Um you couldn't you couldn't tell you wouldn't be able to tell me shit. <laughs> you, wouldn't, you wouldn't be able to tell me shit. Rihanna wouldn't like Rihanna, yeah. would, Rihanna would have to that she is wouldn't fun. even have to like talk to me. I don't even have to know if she liked me. You like a song that I made that is such a sensual song. Mm-hmm. And you I'm in the moving, front yeah, with your pretty and, ass eyes, yeah, screaming, screaming, screaming my words. You are like she's screaming that shit. Oh, I'm like, yo, I didn't even know Viana had the vocal talent to do that, like to scream over this nigga yeah. while he's performing with a microphone. Crazy. I gotta Crazy. find that clip. Crazy. Um, but yes. So, what comes from it? Like you said, you kind you mentioned all the inspirations, pretty much. Uh, you know, the Parliament, George Clinton, and um, all of that, right? And our first taste of this album is actually the first song on this album, yeah. Me and Your Mama. Yeah. 
I was uh, worried. Was the premiere? Oh yeah, when you first heard this song, yeah, I was worried. Why? Well, because I'm, you know, I'm a huge, you know, I like, I like my rappers to rap. Mm -hmm. So when I heard it, I was like, yo, what's going on? Mm -hmm. I was like, nah, man, this nigga did that cover of To Me Is So Into You and people mm -hmm. told him he can sing and he's mm -hmm. fucking wild and what's mm -hmm. going on here? Yeah. Remember, and remember at that time, right before this was when he was wearing the same outfit for like, like Oh yeah. And people were saying he stink. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that. He was wearing a cardigan I, with the hole in it. Yeah, I got to find a bit. I got the video of him freestyling and watching some and square, square Yeah. I remember when you went. Um... But yeah, no, I really like this song from Jump. I like the end, the end part of it. I remember my my boy Alex back then. Um, shout out to Alex. Uh, he was like, "Yo, it sounds like he's on fire," and I and I always remembered that when I listened to this song because it's so true. Like it sounds so urgent. Like the it, it's just a perfect blend of funk and rock yeah, on this song. It is. Yeah. It is. Um, it just it just kicks off the album so well, in my opinion. Doesn't disappoint. It just feels it feels like a rush. It's a it's a great energy. Well, I agree. Yeah. Um This, like I said, I I was hoping to hear like more rap, but obviously from the name of the album and like uh, the the cover, like you could tell, like all right, this was a departure mm -hmm. project. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, and so you know that's like where he was leaning towards because uh, I just. When I listened to it, like obviously I enjoyed it, but like I, I think it's just that I, I wanted him to like be in that rap world so bad because he doesn't look like what the rap world accepts. Yeah, I just wanted that as like a big that contrast. Fucking, yeah, I wanted yeah. that contrast, right? But what he did in this project, um, he, he really, he really like kind of like opened up like to people that weren't familiar with. The, the funk genre and mm -hmm. everything like that, right? Mm -hmm. He kind of like brought something back to the forefront. Mm -hmm. And I also think that this being placed in the movie Get Out was like a huge deal. Mm -hmm. Like that movie, like that, that song was such a big deal in this. Was it, it, uh, you talking about Redbone? Yeah. Because Redbone was in it. Yeah, that's what I'm talking oh, about. Okay, okay. Yeah. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. I don't like jumping it, but like Redbone being placed in Get Out was such like a big, big deal mm -hmm. like and it, it kind of like like haunt like was like haunting like mm -hmm. it was like played throughout like i'm just like yeah so rihanna was yelling redbone yeah okay yeah. I, I realize i'm just talking about i'm like it 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 but yeah redbone is a song redbone is the one at the top of her lungs singing um but uh i think the um the sequencing of this album is really good too, because oh. after me and your mama and, and it goes in to have some love, um, which is which sounds just like can you get with that can or can you can you get to that from um, Parliament? Yeah, um, yeah, it sounds just like it. Yeah, that's what um, I'm saying. Like that, it's yeah. If I'm in the Parliament, I feel away with this nigga. But if I'm I, Marvin Gaye's family. Mm -hmm. Imagine Marvin Gaye's. Imagine, imagine he won't. He won't dare. Yeah, nah, he wouldn't dare. He but I think, dare. I think, I think with this, um, you know, it, it's safe to say this is what he wanted to execute. Like he wanted to purposefully be in that world, right? Mm -hmm. So like he consumed. It sounds like you know when he's inspired by shit, he gets consumed by it. So like, you know, he dives in to see what he can do with it to put his own twist on it, yeah. which I respect and creatively. It's okay. Yeah, like yeah, again, like it's okay. It's just that, like, damn, bro, like, you know, mm -hmm. the the good thing is that the song that the music is good. Yes, the music is good. 
It's real good. Mm-hmm. I think if it, if it wasn't like if it was subpar, just okay, he'd be screwed. But like he actually did a good job. Mm-hmm. And also, I wanted to talk about his producer, and I want to make sure I pronounce the name right. Talking about uh, Ludwig. Yeah, Ludwig. How you pronounce the last name? You got me. All right, I don't want to get it wrong. So, Ludwig G from Sweden. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you noticed, but like Swedish producers are like some of the like the best pop producers like ever. Like for some reason. And Sweden, they they figured out a way formulaically to make sure that most music is like crossover pop on the radio. I don't know how they what they did. I don't know how, but like most producers from Sweden, when they they work with artists like and, and anywhere, their their songs usually go to the top of the charts. Mm. And like Ludwig, like he went, to, he graduated from um from NYU, and I don't know if he, I mean, um USC. I don't know if he graduated with um, Ryan Coogler or like they were classmates and like graduated in different uh, years. Okay. But he did the score for Fruitville Station. Oh yeah, yeah, I did know that. And he did the score for like a bunch. Like he, I want to say he helped with Creed. He did Black Panther contract, mm-hmm. um, soundtrack. Like, and he's done like TV shows. Like his resume is insane. His resume is nuts. Mm-hmm. And so I think Donald Glover and he worked on a community and and Thirty Rock. So yeah. like that's how I think he won a Golden Globe the other day. Right, exactly. Yeah. See what I'm saying? And like that's how him and Donald Glover became like a team, mm-hmm. right? A duo. And I just think like, yo, like it made sense for like Donald Glover to work with him because Donald Glover was like, yo, I want to make a Parliament album, and mm-hmm. I feel like look, was like, <laughs> yeah, he told him that, and he sent it. He sent it to him, yeah, and he told him like, yo, this is something that I want to draw inspiration. Yeah, from. and I just think that like it's very interesting. Like I'm, I'm very like while I was listening to this, I was like, yo, I was asking myself questions like, yo. Like, all right, I don't, don't want to, like, get, like, rude and say, like, it's biting or, like, him not being an original, but, like, it's no coincidence that he got with Ludwig. Like, mm-hmm. it was, it was, like Ludwig, was, like, was the only choice. Yeah. You know, so I just, like, that was just something I just wanted to point out because um, the song Boogeyman is a song that, like, obviously Redbone is, like, the class of the album, mm-hmm. but, like, Boogeyman is my favorite track on the album. Boogeyman is really good. I love the dual meaning. Yeah. Um, I, I, I don't understand how this one wasn't pushed. Also, yeah. we got no videos for this album. No, no, I don't think we did. Yeah, huh? And I don't remember him doing award shows. He did. Um, he did live performances. He yeah, did performances. Like, he like performed. Fallon, right? Yeah, he performed Redbone on Fallon, which was like went crazy. He performed it barefoot, of course. Mm-hmm. Barefoot, no shirt, with like some disco type pants, and was chilling. I can't you wait until I reach that era. When I lose weight, that's what I'm gonna be. Just like shirtless. just shirtless, just shirtless, barefoot, like just being free, just cool ass pants. Yeah, cool ass pants, cool <laughs> ass pants. Um, with chest hair out. I'm not even shaving my chest, y'all. I'm just gonna be chest hair out. Out here, like Wolverine. I mean, shit, go for that shit, man. Yeah, man. I think, um, it, but you, you're right though. I don't think he, um, I don't think he dropped. I don't think he did any performances Mm-mm. for award shows. No, nah, man. No, he performed shit. He performed, um, damn, I forget what award show it was, but he performed one of these songs on there. Um, cool. He did, yeah, he did. I'll send it to you. I but, saw a young man live, but I don't recall. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so Boogeyman is really good. Boogeyman stands out to me. Zombies is really good to me, too. Um, I wouldn't get a video for zombies. Mm-hmm. Don't uh, the, the part where he's like, um, don't, don't you feel alive? Uh, he sounds like Rick James there. Yeah. Yeah, he sounds like Rick yeah, James. Man. He ain't got no funk. Yeah, little su- subtle, su- subtle, 
references and, yeah. and homage that he does. Powerful message about biters, leechers, mm-hmm. um, that I really like. Uh, Riot. I feel like he went, that he literally went back in time on that one. Yeah, it was a fucking yeah. jam. There is a blemish on this project, though. Which, uh, California? Yeah, man. What the yeah. fuck is that, bro? Yeah, California is not very the, good. The, the, the California? Yeah. Like, like, he literally was just making, like, radio jams mm-hmm. from, from the fucking 70s. And I was like, nah, this ain't it. Get yeah. this shit out of here. Get that cowbell out of my fucking yeah. ear. I usually love cowbell. I love me some cowbell. Yeah, I do too, but mm-hmm. not from not like this. Like, I was like, get this shit out of here. Yeah. Like, he should have gave... You want to know what's funny? He should have gave this song to a white band. That shit would have fucking went. They yeah they would have did it some justice. Who yeah. do you think? The chain smokers. Uh, okay, like you know, like okay. I, like I, I just think like it would have served them better opposed mm-hmm. to just putting this on his album. Like just get this to a get this to a band who needs it. Like you, it throws the vibe off to put yeah. this after Redbone is crazy, bro. I literally I said, what the fuck is this? Yeah. Imagine, yo, imagine like you <laughs> sitting in the mood and like you in a room with your lady and California comes California. on after Redbone. Yeah, what? Yeah, nah, um, scaring hoes. But he picks it right back up with Terrified. Yeah, yeah, okay. You know? He he revisits the themes of back uh, on track. of the fear of connecting with someone and them leaving him. Yeah. He talks about that a lot. And it, not even just on this album. He um just before, you know. On this album, he he revisits that theme in different ways. Because then you got you got a song like Baby Boy, where mm-hmm. he's talking about how it's a beautiful song. Yeah. And he's talking about having a kid. He's scared of the mom leaving him. Yeah. Um, and terrified, it's just the fear of falling for that mom. Um, and then they have this kid together. And then you got the night me and your mama met, which is like, I picture it as being just the the, the instrumental that he hears in his head when he met this woman that he's so yeah. enamored by. You know, I think yeah, I think some people like the way that their brains are set up. Like mm-hmm. they hit, like they have certain moments in their lives where like uh, they might like add a soundtrack or something like that to yeah what their what their lives was happening in their lives or whatever like that. That happens to me not often, but sometimes. Like mm-hmm. I, I get that. Like when I when I'm you know. Uh, around somebody I really love or, mm-hmm. you know, um, not feeling in the best mood. Like, there's certain, like, kind of, like, sounds or music kind of things that play. Mm-hmm. So, you know. You get, like, um, like original instruments in your head or do you get references of different Both. songs? Both. You want to know what's funny? For a long time, <laughs> I don't know why, the soundtrack of 500 Days of Summer played throughout my mind. Oh shit! And I think it was because of the girl I was dating at the time, but I, I felt a lot of those emotions. Damn, I haven't seen Five Hundred Days of Summer in a long time. Yeah, man. Also, that like Joseph 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 Gordon Lovett, you were you were a fucking he dumbass. was a piece of shit in that movie. Yeah, but a lot she of told him so many times, yeah, like, "Yo, listen, this ain't this ain't this ain't what I want." Yeah, and he kept trying to force it, mm-hmm. but I, I hear a lot of that soundtrack. Uh, well, I heard a lot of that soundtrack for a long time. Just play. Yeah, I'll have to revisit that. Um, I think okay. So besides California, is there another song on here that you don't fuck with? No, nah, California just ruins the mood. Like the album's mood is like really good, and mm-hmm. like this is another thing for me. I can be way more. I'm way more strict and analytical with a with a rap album where it's just rapping than an album like this where like I'm like okay, this is this is R this is soul this is R and B right. Mm-hmm. Um. I just think like when you mess up the 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 mood is like 
a, a big turn off to me when it comes to like albums like mm-hmm. this because it's just especially like, for short albums because yeah. it's like yo if this is a short album everything got a hit for you me know, like, how could you how could you do that but um I will say one like it's not like a problem with like a particular song it's just that like okay like like you said like we had like a couple songs where like it kind of like told like the story of like what he's going through but I think that uh some of the songs like he could have he could have he could have took a song off or like combined the songs because mm-hmm. it's like the subject matter is like so similar mm-hmm. and I get like you know it's a basically it's a song about him falling in love with his his children's mother yeah but uh, some of the songs like I'm like yo he could have he could have added you know he could have um added something more to it or gave it a, a little bit more substance mm-hmm. and I think like that kind of like fell flat. And that's my that's my argument with it, California, and the fact that a lot of the songs kind of are the same songs. Yeah, you know, you know what's funny though when I hear song when I hear albums like this, I always love the isolated instrumentation of albums like this. So like I think he should have leaned into it more. Like you know how Redbone has that instrumental break at the end. Mm-hmm. He could have let that shit rock out for like two more minutes. Yeah, like bro, just like, like just have real minutes. yeah, have real jam sessions. Like I feel like these were cut too short um for songs that deserved it. Like Redbone deserved to be longer. Um Baby Boy has like a isolated instrumentation at the end too that I really liked. I think those moments, you know, I'll bring up Timberland's uh, chemistry with Justin Timberlake because they do that isolated thing a lot at the end of their records. You know why they do that? Well, because of fucking Prince. I mean, that's true. Sexy never left. It's, it's Prince. <laughs> it's Prince. Um, but but yeah, no, I I think I think more people should just lean into that, and this album should have leaned into that. Um, but I mean, that's that's all I got on this one. Okay. You had anything else you want to revisit or share? No, like that, like that. That's pretty much me wrapping up. I can, I, I can actually get into my rating. Okay. Um, this album gets a three and a half. Like, uh, Redbone, like, kind of like became like a monster on its own and mm-hmm. overshadowed this project. And I think this it didn't give the project like a like a a, a, a chance to like fully shine. Mm-hmm. And I think that the way he promoted it, like, is kind of like really like slept on. So mm-hmm. I I enjoy it. Um, but my problem is is that like. I can't get over the fact that I don't feel like it's very original. Mm. And I can't get over the fact that like uh, some of the songs kind of sound the same, but it's a great listen. Mm-hmm. It's a project that I love. I mean, I actually, I fucking physically bought the album, so mm-hmm. like, I enjoy it. But it's not anything where I'm like, damn, I'm going to, like years from now, I'm going to tell my kids about Redbone. I'm not mm-hmm. going to tell my kids about Waking My Love. That's fair. That's fair. I think for me, um, I'll actually mirror your uh, your your rating. Um I think I like this album a lot. I do. I think what you said is is right on the nose about Redbone being um, kind of the the bigger takeaway from it. Mm-hmm. But it makes the revisit all the more sweeter, in my opinion, because I forget about a lot of these songs. So some, so every time I listen to it, it's a treat because it's <laughs> like ah, Redbone is like the one, obviously. But then when I listen to Me and Your Mama, I really like Me and Your Mama. I really like Boogeyman. I really like Zombies. Um, so it makes for like a nice revisit and a fun listen. It's just that the album fully, um, doesn't hit the complete mark for me. And it's because, you know, I got, I got 
parliament and I got I can see how the newer generation would appreciate this. would appreciate this because but they didn't have that. Yeah, but we've already heard yeah, it. Yeah, we've heard this done at the highest level. But they got this and that's okay. Mm-hmm. You know? It's a three and a half. Three and a half. Um you know, I, I am excited to see what he does next because after this, like he gave us "This Is America," and mm-hmm. then it came out that somebody said he stole that song. <laughs> oh, is it? Oh, okay, okay. You know? I did hear somebody say something. Yeah, like, that. like you know, I, I know that like, we're gonna get like some stuff. You know, then he he did. Then he actually remember he did the project with with um, Rihanna. Oh, the movie. Yeah, yeah. Like, they did like a lot, of and then he stuff. came out with another album after yeah. that too, and, which was pretty good. It just was like. It was such an anti-album. It's even hard to talk about because even the tracks, the the names of the tracks were like numbers and stuff. So it's yeah. like, you just feel fucking stupid yeah. even trying to reference the names of the yeah, songs. number five is real good. <laughs> yeah. It, it's just, it's like whatever. But um, I would say for all the listeners, watchers, if you never listened to this album, I think it's definitely worth a visit. I think Gambino has a very interesting discography because it's not... It's not boring at all. It yeah. takes you on a trip. Like yeah. you're not. No two albums are alike. Yeah. So like you listen to it and just got to be open to it and just he's see grown. what comes. He's, yeah. he's grown nonstop. He's evolved. He's grown mm-hmm. like. All, and he's all still the way. he's still growing as an artist, and I'm excited to see what he comes out with next because I think he's working on something now. Yeah, he is. Um. So he we'll is. see. We'll we see. Shall. We'll see how it goes. I'm First Class Reg. I'm Torian V. We out of here, gang. All right, catch you next time, guys. <laughs>